This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. The Rudy Giuliani Show. This is Rudy Giuliani, and welcome to the Rudy Giuliani Show, and welcome back. We're uh, very um, happy you're with us, and we start another week, and we start another week the way we ended the last week, which is the discussion discussion of these uh, prosecutions, persecutions, whichever, of Donald J. Trump and all of the complications that it brings. Uh, if there's any question in your mind that this is political, uh, I don't know that there's much I can do to convince you of it. Um, you can't miss the fact that this is like Chapter 4, Chapter 5, depending on how you define it, right? I mean, uh, how how often do they get to bring cases against him that are frame-ups? And then when you see the same people and you see the same, at least, questions about the case, you don't realize that this is the same thing. This is this is this. The goal here is to stop Donald Trump from being president. When it all started back in 20, really back in 2015, when it was first rumored that he'd be running and then when he finally did run, and uh, it was a, um, it, it was more of, a, of an intuition that they had that he would be disruptive to a terrific uh, scheme they had worked out for themselves where they were making millions. So you, 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 with, with Obama, they got what they've always wanted. They got a true left-winger in the White House, a guy who had had communist training, uh, was a, a devout uh, student of Sololinsky, who, uh, who taught people how to overthrow the government with a much uh, lighter hand than the communist, uh, uh, old-time communists would use, but taught, taught them te techniques that you'll recognize in what the Clintons do and in what the Bidens do. And uh, he had a different name for it, but I call it projection because it's the psychological term for it, where you, where, where you blame someone for what you do. He, he basically used to say that if you've got to do things that are questionable slash illegal in order to gain uh, power, uh, the best thing to do and to get focus off that is to accuse them of doing it. Almost to the point of, uh, you know, basically defining for them what projection is. So maybe an example makes it easier. The very first one. The very first one is Russian collusion. Now, there, there was not really much to base Russian collusion. First of all, it turned out to be absolutely untrue. But now we're talking about why did they make up Russian collusion as opposed to 
I don't know, he stole money on the stock market or he uh, traded on inside information like the uh, unethical, uh, creepy uh, uh, Pelosi's do, uh, or um, or he took straight out bribes like Biden had been doing forever. And certainly the Clintons had, too. I mean, the, uh, I went down to Little Rock, Arkansas once uh, when I was mayor to do a I think I was mayor at the time. I was doing like a political event for um, for Win Rockefeller, who was the lieutenant governor candidate with Huck with Huckabee, and um, and Win was a great guy, and he's just telling me all these jokes about the Clintons, uh, about all the crime they had committed when he was uh, first attorney general, and then um, and then a governor, and she was in the law firm, and she would get the money and. If you wanted to get a variance or you wanted to get this, you wanted to get that, they sold basically anything, you know, anything from $100 to $10,000. They were, they were basically huck, huck, I, I don't know if he used this word, but I came away with the impression of hucksters, you know, grifters, uh, go, going around the trailer park, shaking people down. I mean, they were really low-level, creepy little criminals, uh, and they were. I mean, there's no doubt about it that they were. In addition to the fact that, you know, half the young girls in Little Rock look like Bill. So you, you put both together, and that's what you had there. You had like a really creepy little couple, and uh, they end up in the White House selling the Lincoln bedroom. And then they end up with the Clinton Foundation, which was probably one of the biggest scams in the history of our country, which because the FBI uh, turned down four different cases involving the Clinton Foundation, we'll never find out about. But we know that a lot of that money went into their pocket. So that started that started the whole thing. And, you know, so Hillary knew that in 2016, uh, Trump, Democrat, Republicans in general, were going to hit her hard with the destruction of the 33,000 emails and the uh, uh, smashing up of the of the drive. If you listen to any of um, of Jack Smith pontificating about how important this all is, you'd be saying to yourself, well, "What the hell didn't you indict Hillary Clinton for?" My God, this guy—you got a questionable case of a couple of documents, none of which were destroyed, none of which, as we as far as we know, were put in the hands of the enemy. You want to put away for a hundred years. And in her case, you all concluded that it was no prosecutor would ever bring the case. Except she destroyed. You see, these documents they're all worried about with, 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 with uh, Trump, that Trump didn't have, Trump didn't have them in the right place. Or he discussed them with the wrong people, but not enemies of the United States. Uh, she destroyed thirty three thousand of them because in in that in that uh, email chain were undetermined numbers of classified documents. And in addition, when they did seize documents from her, the ones left over, there were a large number of classified documents that she had in her possession outside of the White House, and she had no reason to have them outside her possession because she wasn't even the president; she was the Secretary of State. She had, it was illegal for her to ever have them under any set of circumstances. She wasn't a president leaving the office trying to determine 
what he has what he has to determine on the Presidential Records Act. Are they personal? Are they government? And what kind of time limit should be put on them? The same thing can be said of Joe Biden. Joe Biden has classified documents going back to when he is a senator. Now, if this is really all that important, why isn't he being prosecuted? Why isn't she being prosecuted for having as many or more documents than Trump had and for doing something that Trump or Biden didn't do, as far as we know, destroy them? The statutes we're looking at have a specific one that makes it a felony. Of course, it's worse even, right? To destroy it. She didn't destroy one. She didn't destroy two. She destroyed 33,000. I mean, if, if, if there were a, if there were a fair application of the law, if the law applies to everyone equally, like, uh, like, uh, Smith lied to us that it did, then there'd be 33,000 counts, right? She'd be indicted on 33,000 counts and then one for destroying the hard drive. <laughs> 33,000. Imagine how big that indictment would be. Man. Woo. Maybe you make that one just a virtual indictment without all that paper. 33. Hillary Clinton today has been indicted by the United States Justice Department for destroying government documents. In the 33,000 count indictment, Hillary was charged with destroying government documents. Oh, no, Hillary doesn't get destroyed, doesn't get prosecuted for destroying 33,000 documents. Biden doesn't get uh, uh, prosecuted for stealing documents going back to when he was a senator. Because he cooperated with them when they caught him in the crime. Well, isn't that ridiculous? Of course he cooperated with them. He owns them. Are we fools? We're going to give him credit for having corrupted the FBI? Wouldn't you cooperate with an FBI that's been holding on to documents with which you could be prosecuted for four years and doing nothing with them? Wouldn't you be uh, cooperating with an, with an FBI who helped conceal your hard drive that contains about 30, 40 different crimes that would have basically just killed you as a presidential candidate, but they ended up committing the crime of concealing it to help you? You'd have any trouble cooperating with them? You wouldn't worry, for example, that if they were going through your house, they'd put evidence there, would you? Because they're not, they've not, not only did they go after you, they've completely... They've completely corrupted their organization and destroyed it in order to protect you. And they had to do it because you're such an unbelievably a corrupt person for years. So that's what we're facing in terms of the difference between the two. And it, it, is, it is a very, very sad, very difficult time for America because um, the Corruption of our justice system is apparent to any person of common sense in the world. And, uh, and Smith made it much worse when he had that unbelievably ignorant press conference in which he said that the same law in America applies to everyone 
those people who 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 nervously laugh broke out in a terrible laugh, and those people who understood the full dimension of it cried, because um, that's about as untrue as a statement as has ever been made. And we've been living through four or five years of one demonstration after another that Democrats can get away with much worse conduct than Republicans. Uh, that Republicans are prosecuted for things Democrats do, but do in much larger numbers, much more often, and much more uh, uh, corruptly. Best example is nobody's close to destroying 33,000 emails in this either one of these situations. And the Biden situation is considerably more dangerous to this country than the Trump situation because of Biden's uh, taking vast amounts of money from China and then uh, somehow coincidentally leaving the documents in places that made it very available to the Chinese communists. There isn't a place he left documents where the Chinese communists don't have access. Uh, one was Chinatown. <laughs> I mean, he might as well just announce it on the front page of the paper. China owns me. He put them in Chinatown. Justice Department, the FBI, no reaction to this. He got $31 million from China. He's been lying like hell about his contacts with the Chinese, all of which will be improved now. And he put some of the documents in Chinatown. And they don't even bother to ask, is there, could there be a connection between, gee, could there be a connection between the two things? What do you think? What do you think, dopey agent? What do you think? We'll be back in a moment and uh, we'll complete the thought and then we'll move on to your questions and a few more comments. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. The former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani, back with the Rudy uh, Giuliani Show. Uh, I think it might be worth taking a second uh, talking about Bill Barr, because he has kind of inserted himself in the middle of, of all this um, in several ways. Uh, very, very strong uh, comments about uh, Trump being guilty in this particular case. Um, strong, particularly if you consider that he doesn't really know anything about this case, doesn't know any of the facts of the case, um, is reacting to newspaper publicity, and as an experienced lawyer and prosecutor, has to know that what he's reading is all uh, tipped, tipped 
<laughs> turned around in uh, in the Democrats' favor. I mean, he he lived through that. He lived through seeing the entire frame up of Trump for something that just wasn't turned around in the Democrats' favor, something that was created out of whole cloth as a false story that was paid for by Hillary Clinton, Russian collusion. Now, if they're going to do Russian collusion and lie about that, and they're going to lie about the conversation with the Ukrainian president, and they're going to try to cover up the the, the, the hard drive, which was uh, probably the worst cover-up in American electoral history, don't you got to sit back a little and wait to hear a little more before you make a conclusion on this one, uh, Bill, huh? What do you think? Or have you been turned to? Well, I think you have been because we're going to point out a few facts about you that are startling. But let's listen to you. Uh, give us your opinion on a case you know nothing about. Number 38. What about this this chief argument that comes up for the president's allies and his legal team that this should have been handled under the Presidential Records Act, not this Espionage Act charge and other federal statutes that were used here? Well, it started out under the Presidential Records Act and and the archives trying to retrieve documents that Trump had no right to have. But it quickly became clear that what the government was really worried about were these classified and very sensitive documents. I was shocked by the degree of sensitivity of these documents and how many there were, frankly. And uh, so the government's agenda was to get those, uh, protect those documents and get them out. And I think it was perfectly appropriate to do that. It was the right thing to do. Uh, And I think the counts under the Espionage Act uh, that he willfully retain those documents are solid counts. Now, I, I do think we have to wait and see what the defense uh, says and, and, and what proves to be true. But I do think that even half well, what Andy McCarthy said, which is if even half of it is true, then he's toast. I mean, it's a it's a pretty it's a very detailed indictment uh, and it's very, very damning. Now, let's listen to uh, Trump's uh, response uh, with um I guess Roger Stone, with Roger Stone here. Losses, and uh, this is a disgrace. This thing is a disgrace, and virtually everybody other than a lowlife like Bill Mar- Bill Barr, who I, as you know, I terminated because he was gutless. He wouldn't do what you're supposed to do. But uh, everybody says this is a uh, disgraceful indictment. It shouldn't happen. It was done for political reasons, but it was also done, I guess, to cover up the kind of a massive crime that's now being revealed by the Republicans in the House. It's uh, it's incredible when you look at what happened, when you look at the kind of money that flows into we'll be, the Biden we'll family. Be, we'll be back right after this message. Rudy Giuliani on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani back uh, with you with the Rudy uh, Giuliani show. Uh, George Soros is passing the uh, baton to Alex Soros, whose son, who assures us that he's more political than his father. And uh, more than that, what he's really trying to say, he's more left wing and is going to try to do an even better job of destroying uh, America's nationhood which is what annoys his father, that we're, that we're too nationalistic, that, you know, we're too patriotic, we're too nationalistic. It gets him annoyed, I guess, when people cry during the national anthem or 
or love this country or feel that the flag shouldn't be desecrated. Uh, to him, nationalism is equivalent to Nazism, and uh, which he knows quite a bit about. And uh, exactly why he hates us so much is a question that a his therapist, if he has one, I probably can answer. And I wonder about his son, because his son has extremely, extremely hateful policies that he, I mean, for example, one could make the argument that he and his son are responsible for an innumerable number of deaths in the 40 or 50 places in which they have intervened. And none of those places do they live or have any kind of real knowledge of or interest in their local issues. And they've put in millions to elect completely uh, uh, useless district attorneys, well, worse than useless district attorneys who advocate for criminals, put criminals out on the street. And the proof, of course, is in the pudding. These are the cities that have set the record for, for homicide each year. I mean, Philadelphia was the first city they decided to destroy, and they're pretty close to accomplishing it. And uh, Philadelphia sort of illustrated that by setting a record for murder. So uh, Soros can feel very proud of himself that his money has worked. He's gotten what he's wanted. He's gotten a lot of people killed in these cities. And uh, the cities are in chaos, which is what I think the ultimate is. So we destroy American nationality. We have a cultural revolution. Sound familiar? And we will eventually be one world being run by his uh, associates and friends like Klaus Schwab and Obama and people like that. And uh, America be gone. No, America gets in your way. And and Sonny, Sonny Boy look, sounds like he believes the same thing. In fact, he very proudly says he'll be worse than his father. Or he doesn't say worse. He says more political. I say worse. So let's go to... Uh, Let's go to uh, Judith in Brooklyn. Hi, Rudy. You hi, know, I want to tell you, hi, hi, Rudy. Thank you. You know, talk about the Espionage Act. For me, the plot thickens. Rudy, listen to this. Have you heard of a woman called Kathy Chung? I have, yes. Oh. Well, tell me please about Please tell t- us. T- tell us. Come on. Well, I just heard about it story from uh, from this morning but you know kathy chung seemingly she seems to be joined at the hip secretly with joe biden mm-hmm. way back in the 1990s when he was senator but this is interesting as vice president he directed kathy chung to take the documents his documents that he had no business taking as vice president and basically hiding it in chinatown in dc plus he also told her to move it to this biden university mm-hmm. think tank which basically uh, uh, Chinese donors and Chinese communists, and you know nothing happens without Xi, uh, to the tune of like $122 million totally in that university, which tells me that that's like another China. Yeah, yeah. well, uh, here's, here's just a simple fact. I think this is absolutely true. The documents were all moved to places where the Chinese, the Red Chinese had access to them. Every single doc, every single last document. So you, uh, they, we we know a list that we know of. So you had uh, some going to Chinatown, and then uh, one going to the Independent Institute that Blinken is the chairman of, which is funded in large measure by Red China. Uh, the second went to the University of Pennsylvania Institute, which is also funded in large measure by China, to which they have access in each case. And then uh, the last ones were put in his home 
in which Hunter Biden lives, and Hunter uh, uh, Hunter had full range of that house and uh, could have looked at any document he wanted, including the ones that were left in the garage right next to his car that he literally passed every day. And then you have a document that is analyzed in today's New York Post, which is a document written by Hunter Biden, which sounds an awful lot like a plagiarized security report that China would be interested in. And uh, they analyze it and say the person who wrote it had a substantially higher IQ than Hunter. Right? Uh, but, I mean, if, if you read it, you can see this isn't the Hunter that we get used to in the thousands of emails and and text messages. Uh, the guy is considerably better educated or at least able to use his education better. And it is typical uh, intelligence jargon used. And I'd eat my hat if it isn't a plagiarized version of, of one of the one of the reports that he's sending on to the Chinese. But in any event, when you think about the fact that Trump is being indicted for something significantly less than that, for no harm, no foul situation, there's no allegation that any of the documents that Trump were dealing with was exposed to any enemies of ours. Um, the one the one they talk about that was discussed with someone with well-known public facts, uh, and and Trump wasn't putting them in places that had where the Chinese communists had access. There are very few Chinese communists running around Mar-a-Lago. There are a lot of Chinese communists running around the places they pay for. And Chinatown, and Kathy Chung in Chinatown. We got to be stupid. I mean, he he puts it, and he had, and the people who have access. Turn out to be the people that paid him the most money. If we look at all the corruption he was involved in and the multi-millions of dollars that he got, including this most recent extra $10 million from Ukraine, there's no question that the big winner is China. China, Red China paid him more money than any other country. And the documents end up in places where the Red Chinese have access to them. I don't know. You at least investigate that, don't you? When don't you investigate that? When you're completely corrupt, totally dishonest, and you're a Bill Barr or a uh, or, or a Ray or like a crooked attorney general now or Comey, all of whom had an opportunity to investigate that. Don't let Barr off the hook. He really, really deserves to be on the hook. And I'm going to explain to you at the end my final words exactly why, because the guy absolutely uh, is absolutely part of this cover-up, 100% part of it, not just occasional, a little bit. Exactly why, I don't know. The others I can figure out. His motive will be kind of interesting. Uh, Let's go to uh, Maury in Middlesex. Hey, Maury. Maury, he's still with his babes. No more Maury? Diego, no more Maury? Oh, man, I hope, she, hope she's okay. Maybe we should send, maybe we should send the FBI. Oh, not the FBI. Maybe we should send somebody out to look for her. <laughs> let's go to, uh, let's go to Patrick. Yes. Um, yesterday you said you got one point, and I don't think you got all of it because I didn't tell you. Oh, Patrick, oh, yeah. you're not going to give me the Constitution again, are you? 
Yes. Oh, my God. Will you quote it accurately this time? And you and uh, President Trump and uh, uh, both nerdly uh, told about Article 3, Section 3, should go to um, Kevin McCarthy, Speaker of the House at the present time, and tell him that his duty is to um, impeach the president and vice president. And if he won't do that, then uh, Trump should nominate himself. And if he could get enough votes in the in the House to uh, become Speaker of the House, he should uh, he would be president after he uh, um, impeached Biden and uh, Kamala Harris. And after we impeached Biden, he wouldn't be able to protect Hunter and the rest of the. Can I ask a practical? Can I ask just a practical question, Patrick, if, if it helps? What, what, uh, suppose the House were to impeach uh, both of them. What? How do you think there's any chance the Senate would vote them out of office when you need two, a two-thirds vote? We we don't even the Republicans have a majority in the and and you know uh, twenty or thirty percent of our vote is pretty useless, right? But. After the Senate turns it down, Article 3, Section 3, makes it clear that this should be appealed to the Supreme Court. Where does it say that? It's not all Democrat like it used to be. But, 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 but where does it say it can be appealed to the Supreme Court? Oh, uh, I don't see read it. Article 3, Section 3. Uh, I have, Article 3, that. Section 3 reads, The Congress shall have power to declare the punishment of treason. No attainder of treason shall work corruption of blood or forfeiture except during the life of the person attained. So t- tell me where it's, maybe I'm missing it. Tell me where it says you can appeal okay. an impeachment. Okay, it says, if you'd read on a little bit, Okay. it says if the president, president, and this is why it was put in there, if any president ever committed tre- treason, which is... Uh, giving aid and comfort to the enemy, which he did, that had to be appealed to the Supreme Court, and they would decide, not the Senate. So you appeal what the Senate said to the Supreme Court. So you would ask the Supreme Court to take up a case of treason against Trump, against Biden, and a case of treason against Harris. Is that it? Again, a treason... Not treason, uh, just impeachment against Kamala Harris under Article 2, Section 4, which says for high crimes and misdemeanors, she could be uh, the president or any high official could be impeached. Okay. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. I I appreciate that. Uh, Let's see. Uh, How about... uh, How about, um, is Maury back? This is Maury. All right, Maury, we were trying to give you a chance because you haven't been on, I don't think. Have you? No. Okay, so go ahead, Maury. Tell us what, you, what, what you'd like to talk about. Trump's arraignment yep. is covering up Biden's latest addiction. Tell me, the latest addiction, which is what? Addiction to what? He's, he's addicted. It was it was partly covered in the USA Today, and the the news media is completely 
gone the other way towards this marinement for uh, Trump. What? Are you, are you talking about Hunter Biden? Hunter Biden. Why would they cover up his? We all know he's addicted. Why would they cover up his? I, I mean, I think I think it's possible that this is timed to cover up the devastating revelations about Biden, like that, like that uh, report from the FBI that uh, from a very reliable source in the FBI that the Bidens got a five million and five million in bribes from the Ukraine. In fact, I mean, there's no reason not to tell you. It says it got they got five million dollars from Mykola Zloshevsky to fix the Burisma case. And uh, Hunter got five and Joe got five. And that's in addition to the million dollars a year they were paying Hunter, which was really f- mostly for Joe. Uh, so this, I mean, this, 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 this text, which, uh, they're fighting really hard not to put out is devastating. I don't know if there's any text in American history where, um, a law enforcement agency uses its most, um, uh, the process that it's its most reliable next to an indictment to basically uh, record the fact that a very reliable informant has told them this, has told them that there was five million to Joe, five million to Hunter, to fix the Burisma case for the benefit of Zloshevsky. Now, I can tell you that that emerges from the documents that I gave them, which uh, Raskin lied about and said that those documents were found to, to be debunked. For some reason, Barr, who basically is working for them, uh, came forward and said that wasn't true. That he, Barr, uh, did not close that case. Instead, it was given and moved on for further investigation, uh, to, to, uh, the U.S. Attorney in Delaware. So what happened, obviously, is, uh, somebody in Delaware took it seriously for some short period of time. Because that's saying moved on to Delaware for Barr means let's sit on the case and do nothing about it to protect Biden. Because the guy in Delaware has been sitting on things for four years. He could have indicted the Bidens four years ago, three years ago, two years ago. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a play. It's a, it's the cover up pit. But at least, you know, Barr can get himself off the hook that he, that he himself didn't make the decision not to go with the case, just to leave it there forever. Uh, A slimy, slick guy. Doesn't look it, but he's a slimy, slick guy. We'll be back uh, shortly with the mayor's final thoughts. America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani, and we're back with the mayor's uh, final thoughts, sponsored by... Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org, the organization that is there for our uniform members when they are seriously injured and there for their families when, God forbid, they're lost in the line of duty. And I want you to be there for Tunnel to Towers with $11 a month because then you'll be part of taking care of our most important citizens. I'm sure you want to do that. I know you do. 
and it's going to make you feel a lot better when you do. I, I just have to tell you, uh, somehow I call Patrick I, all the time. I somehow, I do not understand his reading of the Constitution. It doesn't say any place, as I think you know, in the Constitution that you can appeal an impeachment to the Supreme Court. I mean, I've, I, I think I, I don't know if I had the Constitution memorized, but I pretty much have it close to memorized. I can't tell you all the words if I can tell you all the provisions of it. And I'm thinking, well, maybe did I miss? He says it so confident that I, there is no, um, there, there is no, uh, appeal from an impeachment to the, uh, U- U.S. Uh, Supreme Court, nor is there any different, uh, a treatment in the case of treason. In fact, treason is specifically mentioned as an impeachable offense. Um, and then, you know, it's, uh, and then, and then it goes on with a general phrase, which of course, you know, has been the subject of a lot of ambiguity, high crimes and misdemeanors. What does that mean? Particularly the misdemeanors part. Uh, and it, it has a very specific meaning, which we can discuss some other time, but I, I, I don't think you should get yourself terribly troubled by his reading of the Constitution. I'm sure he's in very good faith, but somehow he's reading a different Constitution. Maybe some other country. I don't know. Um, the conduct of Bill Barr uh, is what I'm going to conclude with because to me it is very disappointing and very, very strange. And here's what I don't know about Bill Barr. And I really do think it's amazing. There's no, there's no curiosity about this. Uh, the hard drive was, um, gotten a year and a half before it was revealed. In January of 2020, which I'll tell you more about because it's going to be a lot of the discussion uh, concerning this new document, and it's and I will probably have to go into great detail about it or get questioned about it or whatever. But in January of 2020, uh, I, I went to the U.S. Attorney in Pittsburgh and gave the U.S. Attorney in Pittsburgh a five-hour uh, uh, download of all that I had gathered, which at that time was very substantial and enough to make a number of cases against Joe Biden, as well as Hunter Biden and the Biden family, uh, including two or three different ways in which you could prosecute both a criminal and a civil RICO case. And uh, they were very interested in it, and they were very interested in a particular witness, a woman who had been an accountant for uh, Burisma, who wanted to testify and was in, was the chief accountant, at a very high level, wife of a former owner of Burisma, and she was ready, as she claimed, to give up all of the offshore bank accounts. And tomorrow, I'll tell you the rest of it, because it's an extraordinarily interesting story. And why Barr covered this up, we need an answer to. We'll be back tomorrow. God bless the United States of America.